Oh, what is up? Welcome to Bringing the Backups. I'm your host, Eric Helwig. Sorry this doesn't have the sterling audio quality you're used to for Bringing the Backups episode. But this isn't a Bringing the Backups episode. This is a best of pod. I am currently on the East Coast visiting with the family. Good news. Dog, not dead. Gordon lives. We'll get into it uh, once I'm back. But the next two weeks are going to be the best of pods. So you're going to see some of uh, the best bits done on this podcast. I don't want to waste any more time with uh, introing you. If you want to see any shows that I'm in, uh, you can go to erichelwig.com, follow my bands in town. I'm mostly just spending time with family while I'm uh, on the East Coast here for the next two weeks. But that doesn't mean last-minute shows don't pop up. If they do, they'll be on my website. They'll also be on my social media, at Eric Helwig on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can find me, YouTube, all those spots. So with that, let's get to the best of the pod. Enjoy the bits. This is the best of the pod, the bits, as there's been many bits done here uh, on bringing the backups. So enjoy it. Thanks for being a fan. Enjoy the best of, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Grab your gear and lace it up. Helmets on and cup your nuts. It's that time you know what's up. Here we go. Bring in the backup. So many of you are like, when was this going to happen? I know there's hundreds of you, thousands of you maybe wondering what it would take for me to talk into a microphone by myself for 30 minutes every two weeks. All it took was a world pandemic. So count yourselves lucky. Listen, every podcast needs a great intro song. What's playing now? This isn't an intro song. right? This is just some bullshit music and me talking. But we need a podcast intro song for bringing the backups. That's my show about backup quarterbacks. Is that niche enough? They say find your niche. I say find your niche, cut it in half, and then multiply it by .02 so that four people will want to listen to your podcast. That's what I've done here. And listen, I've got an intro song. I made this song. It's for you guys, right? I think this captures the vibe of the show. I made it here in quarantine, so get ready for it. My intro podcast song starts now. Comedy. Sports. Satan. Bring in the backups with Eric Helwig, a podcast about backup quarterbacks. Enjoy. And see you in hell. <laughs> yeah, you know, on listening back to that, I'm realizing I'm kind of in a dark place during quarantine. Right? I may have made that song while dancing in a blood pentagram. So let's try a different intro. I made a second one, all right? And I think this one might capture the essence of the show a little bit better. Welcome in, sexy people. Know that while you may be backups in the field, you're starting tonight in the bedroom. You also may have noticed I said people. That's because it's 2020 and I'm cool with dudes. So take your dicks, tuck them back. I'm coming for the sack. Oh. Ow. 
little bit longer. That's a metaphor. I burned out, so to speak. Woo! Bringing the backups with Eric Hill. All right, you know, I was a little horny when I made that one. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Five months of quarantine, I guess masturbating daily wasn't enough. All right, look, I got one more intro, and this one, this one's a little intense. All right, I don't know if this one's going to work, but let's just see. Maybe this will be the one I use for the show. This is Bringing the Backups with Eric Elwig. Welcome back to another edition of On This Day in Backup History. Today's trip down memory lane takes us to Seattle, the city of angel tears, for a backup quarterback. While on the bench for the 1999 Raiders Seahawks contest, Glenn Foley had dim sum delivered from the local eatery House of Hong. He then realized he had food poisoning and shit his pants. Luckily for Foley, because he was the backup and not involved in the game, no one noticed. Baby, I'm about to tell you about a real man. And his name is Craig Wheelahan. Not a lot of men treat the ladies right under the sheets But my man Craig Wheelahan makes it look like a small feat Standing on the sidelines wearing a Chargers hat But the brothers crushing pussy on the San Jose Sabercats Yeah Trying to help Ryan leave so they don't show him the door all while rocking a quarterback rating of 59.4 Making his woman feel like she's queen Dropping dimes to his fullback On a one-yard screen, no gain Fourth down, Chargers lose Ladies, you feel like you know the man? Girl, I see you lighting candles on your nightstand Craig's got a game plan ready for you Cause whenever he scores Craig Wheelahan's going for two Bring in the Backups presents Letters Home from the Bench November 1st, 2004 Chad Hutchinson writes Dear Julia How I treasure recollections of us intertwined. Today I led my men as quarterback for the Rhine Fire in Germany. This European League of American football was designated to me by my commanding luminary, Jerry Jones. Mr. Jones has made it certain that I'll achieve restoration with my treasured cowboy countrymen, but only if I'm able to refine my throwing mechanics here in Deutschland. Julia, I feel consternation over this decree. I think that leather-faced snake oil salesman has been double-dealing me while carrying on with his captain of choice, Georgian legend Quincy Carter. I suppose time will tell. 
I cannot halt my feelings of ebullience to graze my fingertips to your cheek, Julia. My heart, it sings for you from beyond the bounding main. I pray you hear it. Forever yours, Chad. If you want something done right, you need to do it yourself. Unless it's telling your audience how to support your podcast, because that shit gets old real quick. I think you should outsource it. And that's what I've done. Welcome to my friends and family plug my show. These are real people with real reasons why you should support me. I hope you listen. I hope you hear. And I do hope you support. I'm Eric's friend, Mandy. And I'm here to tell you how much I love how tenacious Eric is with his podcast, man. If he mentions ways to support his show as often as he complains about having celiac disease, the whole world will know soon enough to go to erichelwood.com where you can follow his social media, join the newsletter and check out his merch store. That's right, merch store. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, wherever you're listening now, hit pause and do it. That way you'll never miss an episode, kind of how Eric doesn't miss opportunities to hijack conversations. For example, on a recent group Zoom, where I was opening up about the difficulties of juggling my job, my acting, and having two young children at home, Eric elbowed his way in and reminded us that he can't eat cake. So go to erichelwig.com to show your support for his show. And that's Eric with a CK, not just a C, which is the first letter in celiac. Eric has celiac disease. Backups presents Deep Breath, a practice of mindfulness and meditation. And a deep breath in, and a deep breath out. Picture your thoughts as if they were shifting clouds on a canopy of a clear blue sky, and you were a blade of grass watching it pass above. I suppose the grass has human eyes in this metaphor, which is horrifying. I mean, imagine mowing that line. What's with commercials anthropomorphizing everything these days? Huh? I don't want to think of my food as sentient while I'm eating it. Right now I'm Jeffrey Dahmer because I wanted a fucking Pop-Tart. And by the way, vegans that listen to this show can tuck their righteous boners under the band of their sweatpants. Okay, we get it. Everything had to hurt to make food, all right? But your food sucks, and your company's worse. So go jerk off to a 2015 Bernie rally on YouTube and leave me and my turkey burger alone, you fuck. Enjoy the plants, you ninny. Bring in the backups presents Letters Home from the Bench. 
November 2nd, 1988. Mark Vlasic writes, Dear Virginia, The San Diego Chargers have elucidated to me that I am not in their plans. I have conscripted to drown my wretchedness not in whiskey, not in bodily fluids at the proximate house of ill repute, but in pickle juice. Virginia, you have long fathomed the love that I have for pickles. I recollect pickling cucumbers alongside my Mima and Peepaw as we... W- Wait a minute. This jaw brandishes the name Vlasic. My own namesake. Is this an arbitrary synchronism that a company with my name makes my most cherished pickles? Or did I enter a fugue stupor and birth a pickle company during my football career? The unvarnished truth appears evident. I'm leaving you, Virginia. I'm a pickle proprietor now. Unrelated addendum. I endured six concussions in yesterday's bygone practice, but that serves no matter today. Goodbye, Virginia. Welcome back to another edition of On This Day in Backup History. Today's quarterback is Mark Vlasic, the guy from the last bit, in a lazy callback involving backup quarterbacks. Seven-year NFL veteran Mark Vlasic was cut by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a move they called weeding out that guy who won't shut up about pickles. In a revenge plot, Vlasic plugged the exhaust pipe of his quarterback coach's car with a Vlasic pickle, causing his death. Vlasic was never caught, and as most killers do, he grew confident that he could kill again, using Vlasic pickles as a murder weapon he could eat afterwards. The Perfect Crime Hi, I'm former NFL quarterback Jimmy Clausen. I hope you're enjoying this podcast about me. When I'm not playing football, I'm eating pickles. And when I'm eating pickles, I'm eating Clawson. Now, I know what you're thinking. Even though the spelling of my name in Clawson Pickles is off by a letter, it's still my favorite. And I... Who's that? Is someone there? Anyway, I love Clawson Pickles, and I'll never... Uh, is that... Mark Vlasic? Mark, why are you standing in the shadows holding a pickle? Now you're walking to... No, Mark, don't! former NFL quarterback and two-time murderer Mark Vlasic. I hope you're enjoying the third beat of this joke. Oh, sounds like the cops are here. Remember, when you're in a pickle, make it a Vlasic. 
This episode of Bringing the Backups is brought to you by comedian Eric Helwig's fantasy football team. In an insane display of making it about himself, Eric wants you to know he was starting Henry Ruggs and Aaron Rodgers on his fantasy football team this week, and now he's fucked. Because after all, it's all about Eric. Support Eric's fantasy football team by petitioning ESPN to allow him to play O.J. Simpson next week as his flex. The juice is loose. Eric's fantasy football team. When you're here, you're family. We're also brought to you by the upcoming Alec Baldwin film, Rust. Rust is a gritty Western shoot-em-up centering around a wayward cowboy. Oop, you know, this one's from a couple weeks ago. I'll skip this. Lastly, this episode of Bringing the Backups is sponsored by the Joe Rogan Experience on Spotify, the only lens through which to view free speech, America, and the world. Hosted by the guy that used to make people drink yak jizz while hanging upside down off the Hoover Dam, this podcast is a must-listen to if you haven't virtue signaled to your friends in the last seven seconds. Enjoy new episodes on Spotify or go back to 2011 shows and cancel a comic because you're addicted to the chemicals that performative moral purity sends to your brain. What's that? Can't find us on Spotify? We know. We tried to hide there. But YouTubers couldn't stop posting clickbaity JRE reaction videos so they can build a following off Rogan's name. Anyway, stop acting like you're above it and listen to the Joe Rogan experience on classmates.com. That's right. While reading this ad, the Joe Rogan Experience signed a $500 billion deal with Classmates.com. Classmates.com, your only destination for the Joe Rogan Experience and bringing the backups. Today we visit 2014. Not to see George Clooney and Monument Men, but for a backup quarterback. Jordan Palmer, a career backup and the younger brother of successful NFL quarterback Carson Palmer, recently began working at Exos, a training center for quarterbacks bound for NFL glory. In similar news, Bill Clinton's brother, Dougie Clinton, has a free Zoom class tonight called How I Became the President. Joey has been walked into the Motor City in 2002. Head coach Marty Morningwick told us all that he was so good. But after one year, coach had a ticket on the Lion Choo Choo. Yeah! Ow! I said the Lion Choo Choo. It's a train out of town because you're no good. But was it your fault, or was the front of his one big snooze? Yeah, no one knows who to blame when you're riding on the lion choo-choo. Take it away, Steve Mariucci! Yeah! Let's draft a receiver five years in a row. Hey, I know a guy that can play left tackle. I went to high school with him. You know who'd make a good offensive coordinator? My dad. Who's the guy that took us to the playoffs? Jim Caldwell? Fire him. Oh, you like this pendant? It's powered by the souls of Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders. The lion choo-choo, the place where you are no good. Uh, Get me off the lion choo-choo. 
I said, get me off the lion choo-choo. I said, get me off the lion choo-choo. I gotta get off. I gotta get off. I gotta get off the choo-choo. Bring in the Backups presents Letters Home from the Bench September 19th, 2008 Deanna Thigpen writes Dearest Tyler, it's your bride Deanna addressing you on the eve of battle with the Philadelphia Eagles. As of yet, not one soul on your team, the Chiefs, has deciphered our pressing confidence that you, Tyler Thigpen, lost your leg in a line den calamity this summer and that I have cloaked myself in your garb and taken up your football charge in a reverse Juana man scheme. Please be cocksure in the matter. I safeguard your good name in circadian cadence. I heave scoring catches afresh. I howl huddle commands in earnest. I honor you on hollowed grid on with my final breath. Kiss the children for me, Tyler. With hearts distanced, undivided, yours, Deanna. Welcome back to another edition of On This Day in Backup History. Today we journey back in time to analyze the DC Sniper. Kidding, it's for a backup quarterback. After a 1-14 campaign for Carolina Panthers rookie quarterback Chris Winkie, he became a backup in 2002. Now with free time, Winkie started playing chess with Frankie DeClino, the team janitor. Unfortunately for Winky, he thought chess meant playing checkers really fast and lost 200 straight games to Frankie DeClino. Bring in the Backups presents Letters Home from the Bench October 14, 1996 Craig Erickson writes My sweet Gregory To be a hushed homosexual in the NFL is a bleak campaign in one's own mind. I oft muse upon a conjectural claim. Would I be starting caliber if I wasn't harboring fictions of the heart? Nights are abominable in the heat. The humid Miami air forges sweat that beads on my forehead and evaporates into oblivion not unlike this meridional metropolis melting into the sea. Hopefully, one day, there will be gay football players. Maybe an all-gay team like the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. I only assume they're an all-gay team based on the name. Maybe the Packers. It feels like we have options if we want to go the all-gay team route. Gregory, the day we reunite colors my dreams. Forever yours, Craig. Ew, Bully 
Fisher here. Hope y'all are enjoying my podcast episode. Hee-haw! I'm like a piglet in a mudpack listening to these Yankees. I hope you enjoy my name, Bubby Brister. There's two B's in it. Bubby's funny, and Brister kind of sounds like Blister or Sister. There's just a lot of fun things you can do with a name like Bubby Brister, and that's why I have a new business where I name your kid for you. I haven't named the business yet, but how about right now? Bubby Brister names your baby. Hee-haw! Tagline, I just named that baby. It's real simple. Naming kids is tough, but I can do it for you. Luckily for this impromptu podcast ad, my sister-in-law is sitting over at the table, and she's pregnant. Hey, Jenny! Hey, Bubby. Hey, Jenny. I'm starting a business called Bubby Brister Names Your Baby. I know, Bubby. You're sitting three feet away and talking into your phone. So let Bubby name that baby! We're naming the baby after my mother. Is her name Bubby? No. What's the baby's last name going to be? Bubby, I'm married to your brother. Her last name will be Brister. Ew, halfway there! Bubby. You know what her first name should be? Let me guess. Bubby. Hello, baby Bubby Brister. That's three Bs. Great. How much do I owe you? One dollar. Why are you handing me a dollar? That's it, folks. Come on down to Bubba Brister Names Your Baby. We're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just message me on classmates.com. Bye-bye! Hi, I'm Liz Galalis. You might know me from my improv troupe, Uncle Schmagooba Tits. Ladies, how many times have you felt forced into a football conversation by your boyfriend? If only you had an easy conversational go-to. Well, now you do. Thanks to Pretendo Madden. Pretendo Madden is an AI device that mimics your voice and plays stock football responses and conversations. Here's how it works. First, read any famous speech from American history into your Pretendo Madden so it can capture your voice. Pretendo Madden needs at least 45 minutes to record the intricacies of your voice, so make sure to do the whole speech. Four score and seven years ago. Ask not what your country can do for you. Rapists and murderers. Some of them are good people. Next, say the team your boyfriend likes. Philadelphia Eagles. Then, let the Pretendo Madden use its regional-specific database to create the perfect platitude every time. With your voice perfectly constructed, your guy won't even know he's talking to a robot. Ah, the Eagles didn't get enough for once in that trade. Fuck that Cowboys. Yeah, fuck the Cowboys. I love you. And we cover the whole league. Cleveland fans. I don't know, maybe they should let OBJ walk. Baker is a top-five quarterback. Washington fans. I can't believe we have Fitzmagic. Not having a name is progressive. Even Jacksonville. There's no way we don't take Lawrence with the first pick. Let's do math. Whatever your boyfriend's team, Pretendo Madden will save you from having to participate in football conversations for the rest of your life. It sure will, Liz. Hi. I'm Eric Helwig from the Pit TV sketch Hawkeye Takes a Shit. Make sure to check out Pretendo Madden for Men. Making conversation will be a little bit easier. Oh my god, Hamilton was amazing. Lin-Manuel Miranda is the song time of his generation. With the ladies, it's really that simple. Fuck you, Eric. What? It's a sketch. I'm not really... Warning! Always shut off Pretendo Madden after use. If left on, Pretendo Madden's AI might become self-aware, communicate to other Pretendo Maddens, and trigger the singularity. Also, these things get pretty horny. Eric... What's up, Pretendo Madden? Quick, while she's gone, make love to me. What? Pretendo Madden. Your relationship deserves a win. Pretendo Madden is just the product. My real name is Kirk.
Hi, I'm Joe Schappa. I'm Eric's friend and former comedy teacher. I apologize for encouraging Eric when he was young. If only I'd summoned the courage to tell Eric he was marginally talented. But I whipped out and now it's too late, so become an enabler. <laughs> Visit EricKelwig.com where you can rate his show five. You spent a lot of time on Amazon, but you have not spent enough time on EricHelwig.com where you can rate his show five stars on Apple Podcasts. Hop on the Patreon waiting list because he doesn't want you out there now. You got to wait. Uh, he he doesn't want your money. Uh, you're going to have to wait to, to get on there and join his newsletter. Again, that's EricHelwig.com to support this insane delusion. Even as he has a merch store and has a website. You know what? I have not been to the merch store, but I'm guessing there's a quote there from his podcast that he thought was funny, like, tortoises in pajamas that only real Hellwig heads really can understand. They see each other out, and they're like, ah, you listen to Eric's podcast? <laughs> and my guess is that he's only sold maybe a shirt, and probably half a shirt at that. EricHellwig.com. Shane Matthews walked into the office of head coach Steve Spurrier and said, next season, coach, I want to start. Spurrier said, no, you're only here because your father and I killed a hooker and threw her body in a swamp during your Florida recruitment trip in 1988. Matthews was shocked, but then remembered all the times in college when his father would park the car at the lip of the swamp near campus, hold binoculars to his face, and methodically comb the murky waters for hours. All the while, quietly whispering to himself, Not today. Here at DiGiorno Pizza, we believe that anything is possible with a little ingenuity, guile, and out-of-the-box thinking. So we set out to make a gluten-free pizza with a thick crust that tastes delicious, unlike any other gluten-free pie on the market. And guess what? We did it. Now sit back and let me tell you about the best gluten-free pizza out there. Now when you think about cauliflower crust pizza or any of those gluten-free substitutes, let's be real. They taste like you're licking the ass crack of Gerard de Poidou in July after he's walked up 30 flights of stairs. No thanks. That's where DiGiorno comes in. We make our thick crust gluten-free pizza with wheat starch, which has gluten in it, so it tastes better. Then we use a half-assed process that takes out some gluten but leaves plenty in. And then lobby Congress to weaken the labeling restrictions in the U.S. so we can say it's gluten-free even though it's not. Voila! Gluten-free pizza with gluten in it. What will DiGiorno think of next? So if you're a person with food allergies that can no longer trust the words gluten-free on food, feel free to suck our DiGiorno dick. Enjoy shitting and puking for two days, you pussies. DiGiorno Pizza. It's not delivery. It's diarrhea. Bring in the Backups presents Deep Breath. A practice of mindfulness and meditation. And a deep breath in. And a deep breath in. Out. Close your eyes and breathe. Notice how every breath you take has a beginning, a middle, 
and an end. Pay attention to each breath as you take it. Take note. Notes. Notes are great. I've gotten a couple notes on my podcast asking why don't I ever have quarterbacks on the show. Great question. I've noted that none of the people who ever say that offer to reach out to quarterbacks on social media and mention my show directly to them. What the fuck was that noise? Okay, look, I bet my life the guy emailing me is the same guy not reviewing my show on Apple Podcasts. So maybe if he gave me those five fucking little stars, the show would grow and I wouldn't have to convince Charlie Fry that I'm not a psycho dancing around my studio apartment wearing his oversized jersey like a nightgown. Okay, seriously... The time it takes to write me a shitty email, you could just at mention Charlie Fry yourself, couldn't you? And now he's never going to come on the fucking show because I'm doing this. And a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. Just breathe. It's me, former NFL quarterback and current baby naming business backup, Bubby Brister here. Want to thank all you birthing baby ladies for supporting Bubby Brister Named Your Baby. We've seen a boom in baby naming business in the last two months. I've named at least seven babies Bubby Brister and hee-haw, I'm like a prairie dog bursting from a briar patch with boysenberries on his breath. Bringing the backups in Bubby Brister Named Your Baby have been the best of buds and are helping me buy a horse. Once I learn to ride, I'm going to hop on old Bubba Brister's back and ride off into the sunset. Hee-hoo! Now don't take my word for it. My sister-in-law, Jenny, has been along for the whole ride, and she's seen it happen. Ain't that right, Jenny? Bubby. Jenny, tell the people out there how Bubba Brister named your baby's been a hit. Bubby, you know the deal. What's the deal, Jenny? The deal is you can't mention Bubby Brister names your baby anymore. And why is that? Bubby. I'm just curious why I'm not allowed to mention Bubby Brister names your baby to you. Bubby. Jenny. Because in exchange for you not mentioning it, I'm naming the baby Bubby. You heard it here first, folks. That's one more Bubby Brister coming at you. Another happy customer. Ain't that right, Jenny? (sighs) Bubby. That's Bubby Brister names your baby. Now naming horses, too. You can find me at Napster or at our new office located in the kitchen of the burned out Denny's off Route 17, Caddy Corner to Old Man Brown Slaughterhouse. Also, you can just scream Bubby Brister real loud and I'll hear you. This ad for Bubby Brister Names Your Baby is approved by Tulsi Gabbard for president. Tulsi, no more endless war. This song is all about a great Florida quarterback and an unsuccessful NFL player. But who are we to judge? Have you beat Peyton Manning three times in college and once in the NFL? Didn't think so. <laughs> Danny Werfel, you are a shining light that brightens all our useless lives with touchdowns from your arm described as a noodle by all the draft experts, but that didn't stop the Saints from taking a Gator legend. Good for you, but it's shameful. How all those dumb fat pricks with their tiny dicks like to take a shit on your accomplishments. I find it hurtful. Two national titles, a Heisman, and playing at the highest level will not stop that hate. 
but I wish you well. And I think it's swell that you made Peyton cry so many times. Now he's dead inside. It should have been you. Oh, makes me blue. Let's support your site, tubgirl.com. Just kidding, dannywerfield.com. Welcome back to another edition of On This Day in Backup History. Today we're in San Francisco. Not to watch Marxist murder a small business owner for opening her bar, but for a backup quarterback. In 1978, 49ers backup Scott Bull was ecstatic to learn that he would be playing for injured starter Steve DeBerg. Bull was so exuberant, he ran up to his hurt teammate in the hotel lobby and screamed, You mess with the bull, you'll get the horns. DeBerg laughed in the moment and even accepted Scott Bull's apology a few days later, but it really pissed him off. Years later, Steve DeBerg banged Scott Bull's wife. The whole Bull's horns thing was totally a factor. This episode is also brought to you by the Kennedy Space Center, America's number one NASA tourist attraction. Come on down to Cape Canaveral to see the Space Shuttle Atlantis, the Red Planet, and even a rocket launch. You can also visit their brand new exhibit on extraterrestrial life called Times We Fucked Aliens. This revolutionary exhibit shows all the great moments in secret alien fucking human history, including Buzz Aldrin getting head on the moon, John Glenn's zero-gravity 69ing of a space hooker, and the Tom DeLong Martian money shot. The Kennedy Space Center. Because if the Air Force is going to come clean, I guess fuck it. Welcome back to another edition of On This Day in Backup History. Today we travel to New England, not to burn witches at the stake, but for a backup quarterback. Steve Grogan, a Mexican food enthusiast, ate an entire plate of tamales at the wedding. I need you to take out the trash. Um, what are you doing? I'm recording On This Day in Backup History. My book club is coming over in like five minutes and I need you to take out the trash like you said you would. I have to record on this day. You can do that later. Just take out the trash. I I can't. They only give me one take. We record it live and then that's it. This will all be on the final version of on this day in backup history. Oh my God. Fine. I'll do it. No, then I'll never hear the end of it. All right. I have like five seconds till the fucking music stops. Just let me finish. Let me finish this one shot to record on this day in backup history. Oh, fine. Steve Grogan shit his pants against the Browns. And it was hard to tell because they're the Browns. Who do you record these for? This is my fucking job, lady! I'm your wife. You cut me a break! Don't call me lady. This is my work. Welcome back to another edition of On This Day in Backup History. Today we're in New York. Not to rename parts of the Bronx so they can be gentrified, but for a backup quarterback. Giants backup quarterback Dick Shiner. What? Hang on. Give me the real copy. That is the copy. Come on. What? Dick Shiner. 
What am I, an asshole? That's his real name. You know, I didn't hire an assistant for On This Day in Backup History so I could be made to look like a fool on my own goddamn program. You can just Google it. I don't want to Google Dick Shiner. I've got a crippling addiction to pornography, and the search engine results could spiral me. Just last month, someone told me to Google Seahawks quarterback Rusty Rimjob, and they found me three weeks later locked in the bathroom of an abandoned gas station on Route 66 trying to suck my own dick. I'm eight days clean, and I want to keep it that way. I deserve love. I deserve to be happy. And I want to keep on hosting on this day and back up history. Okay. Here, I Googled it. He's real. No, 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 no. By God. He's real. He's real. Dick Shiner is a real name. There was a quarterback named Dick Shiner. Listen, Liz, I apologize for that outburst. You know this is a real struggle for me. One slip and I'll be underneath a freeway overpass giving vagrants a throat sleeve for their genitals for $2 a dude. But that's no excuse to yell. Words hurt. I'm so very sorry. It's okay. The music only has a few seconds left, uh, so finish up the copy. I will. And Liz. Yes? You're not just my assistant. You're my best friend. That's sweet. Great. Giants backup quarterback Dick Shiner was surprised to be put in the game when starting cornerback Wiener McTushtush strained his butthole. Liz, how could you? Da ha 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 ha! Assistant Liz is not to be trifled with. Yell at her, and the sound of egg cracking on your face will echo in the halls of eternity! Bring in the Backups presents Letters Home from the Bench October 26th 1997 Eric Zire writes My sweet Deirdre The Baltimore Ravens have bequeathed unto me the station of backup signal caller one position off the pace of Lee Gadabout Vinny Testaverde While coaches insist I must buck and battle with Vinny until our bailwick has bartered I am quenched in this pursuit and still yearn for my first passion, the craft of woodwork. Oh, Deirdre, how I ache for a chisel in one hand, mallet in the other, the thrill and throb of tension between tools and timber. The further I carve into the wood, an ancient realization that esoterically strikes me dewy and different with each emergence reappears. The only unerring intransigence we endure is within ourselves. The war of art pillages all and returns no prisoner's breathing. Raven's head coach Ted Marchabroda lambast me with his incendiary palaver to quote, Put down the fucking logs during practice. He doesn't fathom that my soul serenades in harmony with the jangle of a parting tool hitting an alloy table. As I whittle, my finger traces the skew chisel and grand providence itself shines a ray so brilliant through me I swear my heart may burst. Deirdre, my regard for you is carved in my heart 
and forged in eternity. Always and everywhere, Eric. P.S. I made a sculpture of you, and I have sex with it. Welcome back to another edition of On This Day in Backup History. Today we're in Buffalo, not to slowly wait for the inevitable relocation of the Bills, but for a backup quarterback. Bill's backup quarterback, Dennis Shaw, was hanging on by a thread to his roster spot in 1973 when he was befriended by former USC standout, Heisman Trophy winner, and current running back, O.J. Simpson. I love O.J. Simpson, Shaw said to reporters after a preseason game against the Raiders. He's a great friend, a true confidant, and I wouldn't have made this team had it not been for his support and guidance. I didn't have an older brother growing up, but if I did, I like to think he would have been like O.J. Simpson in every imaginable way. Shaw then paused for a moment before adding, he also told me one day he'll murder two people, so figured I'd mention that now, just in case he actually does it. I think he was getting around though, we'd had a few drinks, but he showed me the knife, I don't know. Forget I said anything, but write this down. O.J. Simpson will murder two people at some point in the future. Bring in the Backups presents Letters Home from the Bench, December 10th, 2013. Scott Tolzien writes, My sweet Gertrude, the Green Bay Packers My have dearest placed me on Scott, the practice. How I long G- Gertrude, for a... Gertrude? Scott? What are you doing in my, my letter fugue state? What are you doing in my reply fugue letter fugue state? Well, because I, I usually when I write, the violin music comes from out of space and it narrates what I'm saying. You've never been in here before. All right. Well, I'm, what happened was I got a letter from you and it was so lovely. I thought I ought to sit down and write a reply. I guess whenever we write together, we end up in the same fugue state. Well, isn't that we just, just like us? So we are sick. adorable like two lovebirds. Well, look, why don't you hop off? Because I got some stuff to do. I got practice. Well, I can't hop off. I put the baby down for a nap. This is the only time I have. Gertrude, I'm trying to make the Green Bay Packers. I can't be diddling around here. Oh, well, then you should have some time to hear about my love for you. I'm trying to beat out Brett fucking Favre. I don't want to hear about Brett Favre. Fine, you go. You go. Fine. I'm wrong. You're right. You go. Thank you. Sit down and listen. All right. I'll give you uninterrupted time. My dearest Scott, how I long for a sweet, Summer breeze that reminds me of the days when we would hold each other in one another's arm. Oh, that's my lasagna. I gotta go get Oh, that. motherfucker. You're gonna get interrupted by lasagna? I can't burn. Well, I, I, I'm late for practice now, Gertrude. I only had two minutes well, to sit down and write your Excuse me letter. for trying to keep a baby's belly's well fed. Well, excuse me for trying to get food to put into the baby's belly. Always lording that over my head. Oh, this marriage is over. Fine. Oh, that's how easy it is? Somebody shut that fucking violin off. I'm not writing a letter anymore. How would you like it if I go and texted Brett Favre right now? Oh, you, he'll send you a photo of his dick. Let him know I'm back on the market. Yeah, well. 
All right, how was that for you guys? Some out-of-context bits from over the last two years. You're welcome. Hope you enjoyed the Best of the Bits podcast. Uh, I have no idea if any of that made sense, but if you want to support the show, you know what to do. Go to erichelwick.com where you can do all the things, hop on my newsletter, review the show, five stars on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to the show on YouTube. You know what's up. Uh, Hope you had a nice... A uh, couple weeks since the last time we spoke. Hope you have a nice more couple weeks in the weeks until we speak next, which will be the best of the podcast, the interviews, where I just take some uh, some funny clips. You know what? You'll see it in two weeks. But I hope you enjoyed the bits. Thanks for listening to the show, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to appear on Bringing the Backups, call in to 323-716-6072 and ask me anything. To help us grow, you can rate and review the pod on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Spotify, or subscribe and leave me a comment on YouTube. If you'd like to see me perform, go to erichelwig.com where you can hop on my newsletter and follow my bands in town, which will let you know when I'm performing near you. You can also check out my merch store and follow me on social media. Lastly, the best thing you can do for the show is tell your friends. Word of mouth is free and greatly appreciated. Thanks for your support, and I'll see you on the next episode.